Uh, we are going to probably touch on uteruses, so but Love I feel it. like I want that out in the world. Love it. I love it that we're going to talk about uteruses. <laughs> I really feel like more people need to talk about their uterus on the regular. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada, and with me is my disciplined accountability partner, Jenny. That's me, Jenny Kouse, a marketing professional from St. Thomas, Ontario. I'm a small town gal and a big believer in the power of habits. We know from research and from our year of monthly habit challenges, how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So we're getting intentional about our habits and we hope to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self. On today's episode, we will continue our streak with yet another special guest. Yay! Yay! We love friends. Um, Jamie Henderson is a registered massage therapist, yoga teacher, and entrepreneur. She's also the creator of Gutsy, a program for girls united together in strength and yoga. Gutsy was founded to give girls an opportunity to develop skills to feel calm, strong, and grateful. This program is unique as it thoughtfully combines physical, emotional, and mental well-being to build self-confidence, I love that, while having fun and making new friends. All right, Jamie and I have known each other for just under 100 years, and... uh... Jenny and she have known each other for just over a hundred years. So Jamie and I worked together in St. Thomas back in the day when I was just starting out as a chiropractor and she and Jenny went to high school together. So we have lots of overlap here. So we have all kept in touch ever since and it's been pretty fantastic to watch her evolution over the years. Jamie, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks. I'm super excited to be here. Oh my goodness. I'm super excited you're here too. All right. So we're going to get started with a few questions. Jenny and I like to talk about habits. We might dabble into some of your habits, but before we do that, I just want you to tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So let us know a little bit about your winding road that has brought you to the present day. Okay. So for those of you who are meeting me for the first time, uh, I'm Jamie and I'm kind of a big deal. (laughs) uh, It's true. It's true. Yeah. I am a registered massage therapist and have been for 12 years. I'm also a yoga teacher for six years, and I currently uh, run a program called Gutsy, uh, which stands for Girls United Together in Strength and Yoga, uh, and also makes the fun acronym Gutsy. So I've been doing that for just over two years now, and it's really kind of blowing up. Oh my goodness. I love Gutsy. I love how it's an acronym. I love how the word itself represents something awesome. So... Mm -hmm. Tell us a little bit about what inspired you to create the Gutsy program. Who's it for? Who's in your program? And what's been your favorite thing about it so far? Okay. So Gutsy came about a couple of years ago. And I can give you like the pivotal moment. I was doing a boot camp class at the YMCA. And a woman was there and her two daughters were with her. And we were doing this boot camp class. And the two little girls were on a tablet which in and of itself isn't out of the norm, but it just was this spark of 
we need to make our little girls strong. And I'm not sure why that was so pivotal in that moment, um, but it just got the wheels turning. And so then I couldn't get it out of my brain. Like, So making our little girls strong uh, in the physical sense, I think, lends itself really importantly as they get older to feeling emotionally and mentally strong as well. So that was sort of this aha moment where I thought, what can I do? I'm a yoga teacher. I'm an RMT. I know lots about the body. Um, and it just happened that I didn't really have any girls in my world. I have two amazing uh, stepkids, uh, but I wanted to make an impact in these little girls' worlds. And so Gutsy was born. Um, sorry, I forget the other part of the question that you asked me. <laughs> <laughs> I asked you about, you, you told me what inspired you. That's great. What, what has been your favorite thing about Gutsy so far? Um, my favorite thing about Gutsy, there are so many things. I think it's each week I come away with like a, like a funny Gutsy quote, uh, something I've overheard the girls saying to each other, or they've said to me this past week, I think the highlight was, uh, one of the newer Gutsy members who actually drives an hour to come to Gutsy every Sunday, um, was listening in about, us having a sleepover, uh, like a gutsy campout. Cause the girls were like, Oh, are we doing another gutsy campout? And I said, Oh, if you guys are into it, yeah, we should do one. And this little girl said, I like to come as a campout. I like to party. <laughs> and I went, Oh, okay. So it's, it's moments like that where you get this little glimpse into who these little people are. Um, and it just, it lights you up to just see them, you know, just so honestly being themselves in the moment. Um, you can't help but love every minute of it. It's incredible. It's incredible. To witness that, I think, is a gift. Awesome. So you mentioned it's for little girls, and obviously that's obvious mm -hmm. from what you're telling us. So what are the ages that mostly are involved in the program? Uh, so the ages run from, I have a gutsy mini group, and that is five to seven-year-old girls. And then I have uh, gutsy... OG, which is the eight to 10 year olds, which is the group I started with. And it has evolved as those girls have been with me for two years. Uh, now I have a gutsy tween group for 11 and 12 year old girls, and it might just keep going. Um, I sort of run a gutsy for women group now on the monthly, where the parents get to experience or other women in the community, some of the projects that we do for gutsy on a just maybe a larger scale. So some of the art projects or some of the movement that we do. Um, and just building a community of gutsy women who are raising gutsy girls. Oh my God, I love it so much. So you mentioned Overheard at Gutsy. So I do want to point yeah. out to our listeners that if they want to get more of the Overheard at Gutsy, they should check out your Instagram page. So what's your handle on Instagram? Gutsygirls.ca. Okay, so if you head to that uh, Instagram page, not only we get to see all sorts of cool stuff that Jamie facilitates in her Gutsy program, but you'll get to see the, these cute little quotes that come from Overheard at Gutsy that are amazing. Um, you also yeah. mentioned as the girls are getting older and they're sort of like OG gutsy girls, yeah. they sort of are, uh, interested in other things and also more open to learning about other things. So as girls get to be 11, 12, 13, 14, now mm -hmm. this is an important time to talk about their periods and you have created a program called go with the flow. Tell us a bit about that. Yeah. So go with the flow was totally born of one of those converse overheard at gutsy where I mentioned the word period, but not in the context of grammatical use. And I said, Oh, do girls know what that is? And I just got sort of blank stares and crickets. And I thought, uh Oh, 
these are 11 and you know 11 year old girls and the average age for Canadian girls is 12 and a half when they get their period so that got the wheels turning again and was maybe a topic that um I feel pretty comfy chatting with them about and and making it fun so go with the flow is a full day workshop where the girls uh come and we talk about sort of the physiology and anatomy of getting your period um and then we sort of take that information and we roll it into some really fun games so for example an amazing patient of mine has crocheted us some we call them cuteruses so they're crocheted (laughs) uteruses so they're you know cute and fluffy and a little less intimidating than maybe your plastic anatomical model a little more dynamic and so we play a game where we use slingshots and we shoot hormones at the cuterus to try and knock it over to simulate that cascade effect of what hormones are in play uh, to tip us over into having our period for the first time right and some of the changes that might come along with that we also do um, a scavenger hunt so we go to the drugstore and the girls have a sheet and they have to try and find the different products um, it's almost like a Price is Right sort of uh, scavenger hunt. Uh, they also do some math because they're adding up sort of the cost and comparing, you know, a lifetime of use of uh, pads versus tampons versus maybe a Diva cup. And at first they're like, whoa, why is this so expensive? And then when you explain sort of the um, the amount of usage that you get out of that versus having pads your whole life. Um, so it's really neat. It's a hands-on experiential program where they get a a chance to actually, you know, be immersed in it in a really sort of non-threatening sort of way. And we make a game of it. We also do a science experiment where we test how absorbent is it really. Uh, And they have a lab sheet that they fill out based on how absorbent each of the products is. So again, it's that hands-on experiential learning that I think is so key because having that knowledge is just so empowering. And if we can give them some of that early on, um, so they can make more informed choices for themselves and feel a little bit more comfortable asking more questions. I don't think anything uh, but good can come from them. Oh, I love it so much. I want to go back in time to when I got my period. And I want to come to your <laughs> program, Go With The Flow, and play these games that you're talking about. I just feel like it would make you feel, as you said, empowered. But also, it's not intimidating. It doesn't feel like it's something weird that you don't talk about. And I think for some girls, that's still the environment they're coming from. So it's so awesome, Jamie. I love it so much. Oh, thank you. And I have to say that is probably one of the most overheard, not at gutsy comments from uh, parents or from women that I talk to that are like, oh my gosh, I wish this had been around when I was a kid. And then I get these amazing, but kind of cringy stories of how they first learned about their period or didn't learn about their period and got it for the first time. Um, and I think that's been amazing because we've had women at the drugstore share their stories with us, like where they see us and they're like, what are you guys doing? And we kind of tell them what we're up to. And, and so then I ask, you know, is it OK? Can I ask you a couple of questions? And so I think it gives the girls a sense that periods are universal for women. And everybody, you know, who is a woman for the most part is getting a period. And that means it's not weird. It's totally normal. It can't be weird if that many people are experiencing it on the regular. So yeah, just sort of demystifying that whole world for them. Amazing. All right. And um, also another awesome program that you have started just recently is the princess Mm -hmm. who saves herself. Have I said it correctly? Is that right? Uh, Yeah, the princess saves herself. The princess saves herself. Okay. And so Mm -hmm. what's tell us the details about that one. 
So that is a day camp that I'll be running. So this year, you and I talked about this. I have gifted myself for my 40th birthday a sabbatical year. So I have taken this year away from my massage therapy practice to focus on gutsy, which means I can um, leverage my time into doing something like a day camp. And I wanted it to be different um, and still in that theme of gutsy. So little backstory, uh, my youngest and I have started taking sword fighting lessons. And I have to say... Being a woman with a sword in her hand is amazing. (laughs) Uh, There's very few things as just uh, physically empowering as holding like a long sword in your hands and like swooshing it through the air. So that got me thinking about this whole idea of the princess saves herself Um, because this is for an age group of five to seven year olds and princesses are sort of inherent in that age group, I think, in a lot of cases, which is cool, uh, but let's make those princesses super strong. So this is a modeled to a certain extent on the paper bag princess and that idea that um, princesses can be quite capable as well and don't necessarily need to be rescued. So what would we do? So it's sort of a princess boot camp um, for saving yourself. So we will have sword fighting. We will have castle building. We will have um, a paper bag Uh, fashion show where we'll create our own gowns out of paper bags Um, as well as some other um, sort of games and activities and still brainstorming some of the activities but I have a lot of a lot of sparks being lit up uh, in my brain for this one so that actually sold out in the matter of a day so I think it is a commentary on how um, interested parents are in getting their kids into things that make them feel stronger and more capable and self-confident Oh, that's fantastic. And also for those listeners who, who aren't familiar with The Paper Bag Princess, it's a story by Robert Munch, who is a Canadian children's author, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, One of my also, kid. same. Yes, I love the book. Yeah. And also, I have uh, nieces. And when I've read them stories, so you read them the typical princess stories. And then obviously, a lot of times, we've all read these stories. At the end of the story, the prince saves the princess, and then they live happily ever after. So I would never let it finish like that when I'm reading the stories to my nieces. I would always say, and then the princess broke up with the prince and started her own business. (laughs) (laughs) And then my nieces would say to me, Peggy, that's not how it goes. And I'm like, well, actually it is. And I'm like, well, not necessarily. It doesn't have to be either or. It can be yes and. (laughs) And they look at me like I'm nuts. But I think that this is fantastic because it just gives kids another option instead of the same old happily ever after story. You got to flip the script, right? Like they can write their own narrative. It doesn't have to follow the Disney storyline. Exactly. Right? I love Mm -hmm. it so much. Yeah. All right. Um, All of these programs are so amazing. And I'm so glad that you're putting them out into the world. Now let's move a little bit into some of your own personal habits, because this is uh, the stuff that Jenny and I like to talk to on the talk to our listeners about and also talk to our guests about on the regular. So for you, what sort of habits are important for your life? to make you happier, healthier, more productive, and overall your own best self? Oh, the best version of myself. Uh, I have to say that Gutsy has created an outlet for me that, um, as a bit of a recovering perfectionist, uh, has been amazing. And the habit that I have embraced most fully as part of this journey is creativity, is creating something every day has just um, set off fireworks in my brain in so many other ways that um, I'm sad that I didn't get to experience more as a kid. And I often felt that I wasn't good at art. And so then 
a lot of people, I think, feel that way. And so they sort of give up that creative process uh, early on, which is sad because it's a really, um, I don't know, a really important piece of who we are as humans to create something, whatever it is. Um, and so giving that up at an early age, I think, really shuts you off from a lot of really wonderful avenues to explore and tools to feel um, self-confidence. You have resilience to try and try again to get better at something. So that would be the habit I would say has been the most transformative for me in this last couple of years. It's really sort of growing myself, uh, cultivating that creativity in myself because uh, the girls asked me, this is an overheard at Gutsy, Jamie, are you an artist? And I have to say, like, part of my heart, like, exploded into a million pieces because I was like, <laughs> maybe I am an artist. <laughs> Don't have to be good at art <laughs> to be an artist. Um, so, yeah, that has been, that's my habit. That's the habit that is just um, doing good things for me right now. Oh, I love it. You know what's really cool about this, listening to you talk about that, is that I've, through various self-development courses and books, I've read that entrepreneurs, generally speaking, when they create whatever it is they're creating, they're doing it because they're scratching their own itch. And it seems like in the way that you've just described that, that you are like having this beautiful creativity being born as you're sharing it with these little girls. It's so awesome that you all get to experience it together. Oh, it's been a beautiful catalyst. And I think you asked me earlier in the podcast, and I meant to say it, you asked me who I created Gutsy for. And Gutsy is for my seven-year-old self Aww. that would have thrived in this program. Uh, and not to say that I haven't, but when I am doing things, I think, what would I have loved? Like, you know, and then and spreading that love out to these other girls that I'm yeah. sharing this program with. But it truly is. Like, that's be the person who you needed at that Asian stage. And that's who I want to be for these Gutsy girls is that person that would have, you know, been amazing to have in my life. Oh, I'm so glad that they have you and it's such a gift for you to offer this information and these courses for them. Oh, thank you. All right. Um, now we talked about what habit that you've been working on that's making yeah. you your own best self. What mm -hmm. habit would you like to adopt that you currently don't have in your life? Ooh, so I have definitely um, moved away from the physical habits that I have practiced in the past. Uh, so that is something actually just this morning, I got back to the kickboxing gym that I attend um, to put some of those physical habits back in place. You and I were talking about systems yeah. and I realized that I had dropped my system because I am having so much fun creating that I find myself every moment of the day like thinking of, I'm working out my brain lots. So my brain is getting super strong, but my body is sort of like, <laughs> so I got back to the kickboxing gym today because it provides that system for me. I love the owner of the gym. It's Fit Kickboxing Gym here in Barrie. And Marcy is the strongest, most vibrant woman I have ever met. Um, it has the accountability piece, which I realized I need because if I'm not teaching it, I'm not or inspired to attend it. I'm not doing it. Um, so, yeah, that is what just slowly starting to roll the wheels on that one again. Good. Awesome. That's what I've been up to too, as we talked about that, that exercise piece is always a bit of a challenge and it's, it feels good when you get back into it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. My body is so happy. Well, it's not going to be happy tomorrow, but it will be happy a few weeks from now. <laughs> yeah. The first couple of weeks are always a little challenging. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
All right. And I said in the intro, but I do want to say it again, because I think this is so important. Uh, Jenny and I really wanted to talk to you because this week coming up is International Women's Day. And we really feel like the work that you're doing is so inspiring for little girls as they grow into women. And I just think it's so amazing. And I hope that everybody can be inspired and do some creating so that they can help the little girls in their life to be more gutsy. Yeah. I think it can be such a lovely movement um, because it's very grassroots and our groups stay really small. We only have ever have six kids in it. I think that's really important to remind yourself that it doesn't have to be some like huge, um, you know, you're not going to fill a stadium at the beginning. Um, it's okay. I started with two girls and now I have a waiting list for the groups that I do and I wouldn't have it any other way. It's grown organically. It's maintained the essence, which is individual attention and um, inspiration from uh, on both ends, if that makes sense. All right. Um, yeah. So based on listening to you, I'm sure that people will want to find out a little bit more about you. So is there a place where they can go on the interwebs to find you, your social links or where they can say hi, or if anybody wants to learn more about any of these programs that we've talked about, where should they go to find you? Uh, I love that. If anyone wants to chat with me, you can come visit me in Barrie. Just kidding. <laughs> um, so I am on the interweb, uh, www.gutsygirls.ca. That is also my Instagram handle, so at gutsygirls.ca. You can follow along in our adventures, which it turns out people really enjoy seeing what the Gutsy Girls are up to. And I actually no longer have a first name. I'm just known now as, oh, you're the Gutsy Girl. <laughs> mm, I am. Uh, we're also on Facebook. I believe it's gutsygirls.ca on Facebook as well. Uh, so any of those avenues, you're welcome to reach out and we'd love to have you follow along and see what we're up to and hopefully be inspired and take some of our projects, make them your own, share them with your kids. Um, I think there is, we've got some really good stuff going on. Oh, fantastic. Is there anything else that you want to share uh, with the listeners? Anything else that you feel like there's a pressing need that our listeners of the Improvement Project need to know from Jamie? Uh, there's anything I could share from this journey, and it's referring back to that perfectionism paralysis that I know I experience, and give yourself the opportunity to try something new and be okay with not being good at it. That's, it's not the end of the world. It's actually a really lovely process to let go of that, and kids really help you to do that, especially when you see them struggling with that perfectionism paralysis at such a young age. They need to see us fail and not be good at things and be okay with it. I think that's going to change their world to know it's okay. Um, not everything is always picture perfect. So that would be what I would share, especially if you're trying to change habits. Don't expect it to be perfect right at the beginning. Let it be a bit messy and out of the lines and um, give yourself time to create that best version of yourself. Oh, what an awesome answer. I feel like everybody that's listening to the Improvement Project, myself included right now, needs to hear that. So thanks so much, Jamie. Uh, my pleasure. My All pleasure. right. A work in progress. Oh, I like it, as we all are. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It was so awesome to chat with you. Oh, thank you very much for having me. And that's it for this episode of The Improvement Project. Thank you so much to our fabulous guest, Jamie Henderson. We will have links in the show notes with all of her information if you are interested in learning more about her or her programs, or if you just want to say hi. For questions or comments, send us an email to theimprovementproject at drpeggymalone.com. You can also catch us on the socials. Jenny is on Twitter at Jake House, and I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone. You can always get our attention by using the hashtag The Improvement Project. 
You'll find all of the resources and links that we mentioned during today's show in the show notes at drpeggymalone.com forward slash podcast. And if you like the show, and we hope that you do, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. It's the most common way that new listeners find our show. If you haven't already, hit the subscribe button wherever you get your podcasts so that you don't miss an episode. We also have a Facebook group, so search for the Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Now, go get to work on improving the most important project that you have. That's you. Thanks for listening. Until next time, stay focused and get after it. Yeah. Oh, thank you so much, Mike, for letting me be on your show. Oh, you're fantastic. It's going to be awesome. I was so excited all day. Were you? Amazing. Me too. Yeah. Yeah. This is awesome.